This program contains explicit content and subject matter which may be unsuitable for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle's all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are, and we love talking about sex and sexuality and sexual pleasure, communication, and of course, relationships, and hope our discussions will open up your dialogue about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and you deserve it. So, today, as you can probably here in the background, we're broadcasting live from Hedonism Resorts in the beautiful Negril Beach in Jamaica. We're here in the newly renovated dining room with some special guests, and we have an amazing show lined up for you. Hedonism 2 is the world's most iconic adult playground. It's an all-inclusive, clothing-optional paradise where you can turn your fantasies into reality. Be as mild or as wild as you like. So people travel to Hedonism 2 resorts from all corners of the world to explore their limits, push their boundaries, lose those inhibitions, and experience playful, passionate pleasure. Be wicked for a week. All right, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. We are so excited to introduce our special guests. We have Amanda and Harry, and Harry's the owner and CEO of Hedonism. Welcome, both of you. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, we're very happy to be doing this show with you. I enjoy your show a lot, and yeah, welcome to Hedonism. Where thank we're gonna thank have a sexy you time. so much. We've been here many times, not like a couple of those repeaters that have been here a hundred times, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But how about if we start with the history of Hedonism Resort? or some people call it HEDO2 or H2, and we can talk a little bit about those acronyms a little bit later. But Harry, when was HEDO built? Yeah, Hedonism started in 1976. It's called the Grill Beach Village then. It's a 50-50 joint venture between the government of uh, Jamaica and Super Clubs, the company that I bought up from five years ago. And it's either the first or second all-inclusive resort in the world. And it's the first resort built on the whole seven-mile beach, beautiful beach here in the Grill. Oh, it's absolutely gorgeous here. It started as like, a, as like an 80-acre plantation. The government of Jamaica wanted to promote tourism. And so they cut it up into four parcels, 20 acres each. And since hedonism was first, they were able to get the ve- best choice, you know, the best beach, the best uh, you know, remote place at the end of the beach so that there won't be any other family resorts or anything nearby. And were all these buildings the original buildings from way back then? Or have they been, was it built up slowly? Yeah, it, there are uh, 280 rooms. And those were all original. And there were dining rooms and things like that. But most of the other things were added or now just recently renovated. And when it first started, was it clothing optional, naked, and then it evolved over time? It has evolved over time. In 1976, you remember that was right after uh, the hippies and things like that. So it was really uh, almost not much more than a campground kind of thing, right? There's just young singles hanging out, smoking pot and listening to reggae music. and Being hidden. But, 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 but wait, wait, that really hasn't changed much today. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. I didn't think about that. <laughs> But over time, we've always had a section that required to be naked. 
the pool, hot tub, and the portion of the beach is really only about two and a half to three acres out of the 20 acres that you're required to be naked. The rest is clothing optional, except, of course, in the dining room and piano bar and things like that where you wear clothes. And people like that because they dress up for the themes, and it's, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Yes. And Amanda, how long? How many times have you been here? This will be my 17th time wow. in two years. Wow. 17 times in two years. Oh, my goodness. Can we be you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think she likes it already. <laughs> I remember there was a time when the prude side was you had to have clothes on, but now it's clothing optional, correct? Right, yes. It was yeah. called, and still a lot of people refer to one half of the rooms as prude side, one half as nude side, but yeah, there's no prude side. <laughs> no, so, and I'd say not. over half the people probably on the prude side take advantage of the clothing optional. And but are, just are so new. everyone knows, you don't have to take your clothes off in the prude side, and you can keep them on. Yeah, clothing, the clothing option is truly clothing optional. It's only that small section where you have to be naked. The rest, some people do leave their clothes on the whole trip. It's rare, but people can. But one of the nice parts about the prude side for those people who want a quieter vacation and be naked, the prude side is a little calmer. Um, the trees there, the beach and everything are spectacular. Yeah. Where on the nude side you, we have the DJs and the parties going on and uh, what does Brett do? The donkey or the goat? <laughs> donkey race. Donkey race or something. So it's, a, it's definitely a little bit more active and exciting on, oh, yeah, on a, the nude side. Sometimes we have it's actually goat races. Oh, but yeah. Goat races. Yeah. Oh, no, the first time they asked me to do it, I thought they were saying, hey, do you want to come watch a boat race? And before, <laughs> and, and before I know, yes. five minutes later, I'm running naked down the beach with a goat. <laughs> <laughs> and you're there, where's the boat? Where's <laughs> so the, the nude side is where most of the party is. We do have DJs up on the uh, clothing optional side, but mostly it's the big party. We'll have 300 people in the pool throwing around beach balls, acting like kids on spring break. So it's spring break for adults. Absolutely is. And it's been around a long time, Hito 2, but people sometimes ask me, what is Hito 1? And what happened to Hedo 1? Okay, so uh, there was never uh, Hedonism 1. It started, as I said, as Negril Beach Village. And five years later, the super clubs bought out the government. Even as Negril Beach Village, the tagline was be hedonistic for a week. Oh, right. But then when they decided to buy out the government, they were going to call it hedonism. But they thought it would sound and market better to say hedonism 2, like it's new and improved. Oh, so yes, there's never yes. a 1, oh, okay. but they just called it 2 because their marketing guys said, hey, that'll sound like it's new and improved. So that's why they did that. And also, I'm sure you cannot trademark the word hedonism. So it being hedonism too, you get your trademark right there. No, no, we have to, we do. We have. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And we have. Uh, I think it's 263 trademarks of all types of and websites and everything covered from hedo hedonism oh, okay. everything. Excellent. So we own the brand. I own the brand. That was an important part for me because absolutely. That, that's a very valuable brand, and who knows, maybe it'll expand into some clubs or other resorts sometime in the future. That would be cool. We'd be there. Now, hmm. tell us a little bit about Hedo Three. Yeah, hedonism Three then opened uh, probably about 15 years ago, and it was open for about 10 years, and then it closed. I'd, I'd been a guest at Hedo Two, so I never actually had been to Hedo Three, but I hear a lot about it. It was a leased property, and so when they only needed one, they gave on, on the hotel lease because this is owned property. So I actually own the real estate here. So Harry, I get the impression that you were a guest of Hedo before you became an owner of Hedo. How long have you been coming here? I've been coming about eight years as a guest, and kind of like most people, once the first year, then twice the second year, three, <laughs> three times, times the, the third year. <laughs> so I get the impression Harry likes coming again and again. And I do again. like to come here again and again. <laughs> Amanda? Yes. So you're also, you've been here 17 times in the last two years. Before that, had you been to Hito or? Had, had uh, just one time before, and I just got hooked, so... 
and how long have you been in the lifestyle? Just three years. Really? Yeah. And how did you find out about it? Oh, I went to no- New Orleans and uh, yeah, just uh, decided to go to Colette's and I just jumped right into it. So. Right. And we were with you guys at Naughty in New Orleans yeah. and uh, we were supposed to have a special date, unfortunately, or fortunately, we got crowned queen and king and yeah. all hell broke. That was a great thing. Yeah. It was. <laughs> and all hell broke loose. And uh, well, uh, this year we get to lead the parade, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. For my introduction to uh, hedonism was I, I'd never been to a swinger club or anything. So I was brand new to the lifestyle. And this old girlfriend of mine wanted me to come here, but she was afraid that I would be scared. So she said, let's go to Jamaica to go golfing. So That's what she told you. Yeah, yeah. So we go to get golf clubs, we golf for a day or two, and then she says, hey, let's go to this Rick's Cafe on Thursday afternoon, because she knew that's when the hedonism boat would come right, by. Right, And then she sees the boat, oh, let's get a night pass. So she took me on step by step, but she wouldn't have had to. I loved it right from the first minute. So For sure. So that, right myth, that myth about how it's always the guy who brings their wife here has just been busted. No. Yay, <laughs> women. No, we, we, we figure out, it's just only between 50 and 55% of the time it's the, the man who wants to come first or has the idea. So it's 45 to 50% the woman, but after the third booking or more, it's more likely the woman than the man to book it. Absolutely. It's I a woman's place. <laughs> it sure is. We rule, right? Yes. Amanda, we yes. rule this yes, lifestyle. That's women, the way. Women definitely drive the lifestyle. There's yeah. no question about it. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how you got involved in the purchase of this property. Because well, as I said, I've been coming for eight years and uh, and loved it. I used to, I come I always came with fluffernutters in February with John Gross and his group, and he always had a dream of being involved in some kind of ownership of hedonism. So and yeah, I didn't know he didn't know me from anyone because I was just one of four or five hundred people he did. But we did a charity event in the Playboy Mansion, and. I bid uh, $9,000 to body paint a playmate. And he thought, oh, here's a guy that's got some money to waste. (laughs) (laughs) So the next time we're in the pool together, we're just drunk hanging out and... He said, hey, let's buy this place. Of course, he really met me by the yeah, place. But, of course he did. And I said, oh, sure, sure. So he called up the owners. I didn't know the owners managers anything here. He called up the owners. and Chris Super gave, Clubs. Was yeah, Super Clubs, yeah. They gave a high price and someone calls. Then about nine months later, he said, you know, this thing's going to be a bank sale. And it happened to be perfect timing because I was just retired out of my old company and cashed out just within a month or two. The per- time is perfect. Things happen Everything for a reason. I know. I never could have afforded yes, anything. So it both had to be a bank sale and I had to just cash out that time so it was, it was a you spectacular you couldn't resist quincy. is that it you have your very own playground you couldn't resist well I wasn't I was planning as my retirement plan to come here like 15 weeks a year <laughs> as a guest but no if I didn't buy it it was uh, going to be torn down oh really I didn't know that because oh. the bank sale the bank had to sell it okay and within a month they had to I was bidding, I guess, against Ritz Carlton, Sandals, everyone else. No one would have kept it as hedonism. Oh, okay. There's one lifestyle group that was interested, but they had zero cash. And that didn't speak very loudly in a deal that closed No. No, so I really did have to save it in the end. Because right at the end at closing, I actually walked out the first time. They came up with millions of dollars of extra charges. I said, I just can't do it. Then I thought, you know what? I love the staff and the guests here. I'm just going to bend over and whatever it takes. I just have to do it. Wow, I didn't know that wow, story. great story. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. All right. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. And today we're broadcasting live from Hedonism Resorts at Negril Beach, Jamaica. With us today are Amanda and Harry, owner, CEO of Hedonism Resorts, coming up more about how we can be wicked for a week. Stick around and we'll be right back. Yeah. 
You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle and we are Carol and David. Today we're broadcasting live from Hito 2 in Negril Beach, Jamaica. With us are Amanda and Harry. And Harry is the owner and CEO of Hedonism Resort. Now let's continue our discussions about the most iconic lifestyle resort in the world. So let's talk about all the changes that have happened since you've become part and involved in this uh, property. Okay, I did buy it. It's almost exactly five years ago when I bought it. And it had been pretty run down, as you imagine, something going to a bank sale. There was not a lot of reason to invest because it was really being sold just for the real estate. So I kind of got the business and the name for free. Since then, I've just only put money in. I haven't taken a penny out. This is my passion, my love. love the staff. And I said some of my, you know, when I pass away, it's going to stay in the family. The resort will. And part of the assets of me will go to the staff here. I just love the staff that much. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. It's, it's really the staff that make the guest experience here incredible. And we were noticing, because we've been here many times over the last 10 years, how many more staff there is. There's a lot more bodies to the guests and, and service and cleanliness. An absolute difference in the old Hito and the new Hito. Yes, there were, at the time I uh, bought it, there were 260 staff, and now there are 430 holy with the same holy. number of uh, 280 yeah. rooms. Wow. But the staff is already a good staff. Yeah. It would have been impo- I probably wouldn't have done it if it had been a grumpy staff, but no. the staff is already good, and, I know, and their attitude has improved a lot. They're just happy to see the owner around all the time. I, I just act like a guest. I ride the bus, stay in a regular room. I don't have any office or suit and tie, any of that kind of stuff. So the staff really appreciates that. And I do take really good care of them yeah, financially and, and treat them like people and families, not, not just replaceable workers. Yeah, and I guess we need to take a second to talk about Kevin and Donna and, and the other senior management here who really add life into the resort and make sure the day-to-day things and those small little idiosyncrasies make everybody's experience here happen. Yes, with, and with the bigger staff, we can take care of the little details. You'll see the lawns are trimmed perfectly and the bushes and the shrubs and things are painted and replaced. And, and in terms of the renovations, if renovate every building here. Everything's been totally renovated. The rooms are also uh, 200 out of 280 are renovated. We'll finish the rest by September of this year. So this is totally gutting everything and it's renovating. It's a huge so project. In fact, it's so different that some people haven't been here in the five years. If they're half asleep on their bus, they pull up and say, oh no, I wanted to go to Hedonism. You brought me to the wrong place. Oh, it, 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 it's so true. And you know, when we started coming here, the biggest complaint was the hot water and the showers and now those showers are amazing and you have the hot water that you need and it's, it's so funny you know you come to a resort like this and you spend the whole day and you want to go for your nap and then you want to have your nice shower and get dressed up sexy and that's what was one of the the things that i know you took care of first yeah, that first of all, and one of the other things I did right away is i actually doubled the food and beverage budget which is way uh, higher because that was an easy thing to do at first. I wanted to have an instant impact when I took over and that's easy to do is just bring in top shelf alcohols. Things like Grey Goose are just free for everybody and unlike some places we don't have members and gold bands. We're all treated equal here so we get, (laughs) now that's the important thing we wanted to keep. We have CEOs, we have 
the circuit court judges and we have truck drivers. Exactly. Yeah. We have every, and we're all naked and everyone acts the same. That's why I didn't know I could even had a chance to buy it. I was just like everybody else as a guest. That's very cool. And one of the first things you did was you changed your executive chef as well. Yes, and brought in a new new chef, and uh, we have a Japanese restaurant. We have a real Japanese trained chef, real Je- from Japan. So we really go all out. And December 2016, we won an award for the best food in the whole island of all hotels and resorts. So besides uh, renovating the rooms, what other plans are for the future? Because okay, so once the rooms are renovated, we're going to take a little break on construction because everything is going to be brand new anyway. So then we're going to boot more and more on the customer experience. Through the renovations, every year someone comes, they see big improvements. And now the new ones will be you know, big parties on the beach every day, you know, free catamaran. And we'll just come up with something to just add new experiences. It's going to be more that type. Maybe even more staff, more service, maybe room service. I don't know. Every time we're going to come up with something new to make it more exciting. Now, the other day you were telling us about the repeaters and that how you give an award to those repeaters who have been here for more than 25 years. Tell us about that. Yeah, so the repeaters are pretty amazing. Four couples have been here 100 times or more. Wow. The leader, I think, is 156. <laughs> he tells me once he gets to 200, he'll let me know if he really likes it or not. He's still not sure. <laughs> and then on November 1st, as we call it, an anniversary, I give out awards for every couple that have been there 25 times or more. And on that particular day, November 1st, 2017, I had to give out 62 awards. So 62 couples in-house that particular day have been there 25 times or more. That is awesome. So, so overall, I'd have to calculate at least it has to be 400 couples or more have been 25 times wow. or more. Do you, think, do you think those 62 couples who, have, who were in-house, who have been here 25 times or more, knew each other? <laughs> I would say. <laughs> I hope they did. They no, that, probably do now. <laughs> no, that, a lot of people come back the same time every year, so it's very possible that they do know each other. And the Hito community is such that because people come so often, these are their real lifetime friends now. And, and they have reunions outside of Hito. They meet up and every city has you know Hito-type reunions and people get together. So it really becomes their family. As soon as you arrive in, on property, they say, welcome home, and I love that. Yeah. And the fact that you use the word community is so important because we talk about the village, the lifestyle village. We travel around the world, we go to cruises, we go to different resorts, and Hito is the only name that we hear that people have their own Hito groups at home. And they're just people who have met here at, at Hedonism and have taken that community, that experience back home and kept that friendship alive. Uh, Hedo is really a community and for some people, forget about the swinging lifestyle, Hedonism has become their lifestyle. Yeah, it certainly has. And we, we support a lot of these reunions. We actually go up and I, I go sometimes and we send an entertainers. So yeah. We're, yeah, we keep the community going too. Winston so it's a makes a tour every now and again and appearance yeah. outside of <laughs> inside the property. That's what he does. He goes to things like he do reunions. And so, Ahmed, I'd like to hear from you for a second about how you think the experiences at Hedonism help a couple stay stronger. How, do, how does being here at Hedo help that couple, help that relationship become sexier and spicier? What are some of the things they can do here? Well, they, the theme nights are really fun, dressing up sexy, like you guys had said earlier. The piano bar is very sexy when you can get up on the piano and do the YMCA or just dance or strip or whatever you want to do. And it's fun just to lose your inhibitions and not worry about if people are going to judge you. Exactly. Just have fun, right? That's the, the entertainment part. staff here is amazing. We also have fun at the pool, in yes. the hot tub. <laughs> what, are, what are some of those sexy things that happen at the, the nude oh. pool? I, I wouldn't know anything about those. Amanda, Amanda, come on. We were there yesterday together. It was my birthday yesterday. Yes. We had a lot of fun. She's the wicked leader. <laughs> Do you think 
guys get their cock sucked. Oh, yeah. And women, their pussies licked. Oh, yeah. Amanda, what do you think? Are, do you get involved in any of that stuff? Mm, maybe, maybe... Nine out of ten times. But <laughs> Amanda, hour, we, we've seen you there. That's nine out of ten times in an hour. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, Harry had to go for a meeting uh, for the talent show the other day, and I come back, and I had sucked three cocks, one pussy, and fucked another guy. So Harry's like, you've been busy. I said, just give me an hour. That's all I need. So it's so cool, and we're going to get into our myth-busting a little later. It's so cool how you can come to a resort, you go to a pool, and you have fucking and sucking and, and all that sexual debauchery going on but there's people here who don't get involved in that they might do it just as a couple they're not here as swingers they're not here as an open couple they're here as a loving couple and they just want to have this erotic experience you see couples passionately in love last night friday night is the rock and roll show and we saw couples on the dance floor so passionate about each other not about other couples not about swinging about the environment here that strengthens their couple i guess it's important to point out that and harry you can talk about some of the demographics now about the different groups of people the different types of couples the different that he does really for everybody there's a group of younger people that come in this would be mostly like singles and people couples that have not had children yet they come for weeks like young swingers where the average age is 32 but the majority of the time it's people who have been married 10, 15, 20 years maybe things get a little boring in the bedroom they just want to add a little spice and like you said everyone doesn't participate in fact the majority of them don't year round there's some weeks where it's swinger weeks and maybe the majority do but you don't have to a lot of people just like to have that open atmosphere they like to watch others or maybe be watch themselves and but it's just so exciting that the they always say that when they leave here, they go back, it's the best sex they've ever had for the next exactly. three to six months, and then they need another dose, you know? <laughs> and they relive those fantasies that they fulfilled here, they relive them in their minds all the rest of the year, planning their next vacation here. And it, it's so cool because, you know, we've been swingers for 10 years. I remember one trip we came here and we didn't play with anybody, but we had the most amazing sex, just the two of us. You know, we'd go to the hot tub, we'd go to the nude pool, and we'd see other people doing things. And it's like, okay, let's go back to our room. Let's go try that. Or Carol would say, okay, let's go to the beach and I want to suck your... We did it there. Yeah, exactly. Right at the pool or right in the grotto. It's all beautiful there. Yeah, we, we have a plan to go fuck in the grotto today. That's It's my birthday week. So right. I get to pick and <laughs> choose whatever I want. Tell us once we can come at least why. <laughs> it's so cool, you know, you sit there, you watch how other people have sex and then you incorporate some of the parts that make you wet and hard and we go back and have great sex so it, it's such an amazing experience and, and we're going to ask you to hold on for one second we're going to stop for a commercial we're going to remind everybody that this is the sexy lifestyle we are carol and david and when we come back we're going to do some myth busting with amanda and harry so stay tuned we're live from hedonism in the grill jamaica are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. So this segment of The Sexy Lifestyle is sponsored by Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Throw it down and get it on. 
The Throws of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket is made with an all-new cool-touch fleece technology that provides the softest playscape while the stay-dry inner barrier keeps your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. And, and when you're done, just throw it in the wash for a fast and easy cleanup while you enjoy the afterglow of great sex in a clean, warm environment. Large enough to cover a king-size bed and light enough to fold up small to travel discreetly so you can get it on anytime and anywhere the mood strikes. So maximize your orgasms and just let go with the Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Go to thesexylifestyle.com and get yours today because great sex starts now. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and we are so excited to be broadcasting live from Hedonism 2 Resorts in the Grill, Jamaica. And uh, right after our show, we are going to be naked at the pool where Carol loves to be. Now let's get on with our show. We're going to talk about some truths about sexy lifestyle resorts. So Harry, tell us a little bit about what someone might want to know if they were a first timer and they've never been here before and what kind of advice you could give them to prepare them to come to a resort like this. Yes, as I uh, travel around going to different swinger clubs on these cruises in New Orleans and a lot of people find out I'm the owner of uh, Hedonism, they ask me what it is because a lot of them have some fears. They're afraid that their, their body won't fit, you know, because they think they have to be really fit. But the average age is 48. It varies all group to group and big, small, all races all around the world. So it's just everybody is welcome here. The other thing is they're, they're afraid that because we do allow singles, they're going to be like 10 single men hovering over them. And that's not the case at all. Year-round, we have 85% couples on the average, 10.5% single men, 4.5% single women. But the men are mostly ones who are come and stay for a week also. They're not just someone that comes in on a night pass. And it's unlike a swinger club on singles night where you might have 10 or 20 single guys for every couple. Here I says 85% couples. Everybody's respectful of everyone else. All the other couples who have been here all these times we could talk about, watch out for the newbies and make sure that the newbies are comfortable all the time. I tell them that when they are coming the first time, and you know, try to make them comfortable. First of all, the resorts all upgrade, and the people all be respectful. Everyone's no means no, and there are plenty of swingers. There's no reason to pressure someone to to swing with them. There's a lot of people that want to, so it's yeah. There's no no problem at all. You know, Harry, you used a super important word, and that word was respect. We've been around, we've been to clubs. You mentioned the 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 two rules is ask first and no means no. For those newbies that come in, it's it's incredible how we spoke earlier about the community the village you you see the seasoned lifestylers and they don't have to be swingers they might just be nudists but when someone comes in there's always a couple that's going to go over to them and say hi welcome to Hito if you've been here before and if they say no let us show you around meet us at the pool why don't we have dinner there's always that the, the, the openness of people and I'm not talking about we want to fuck you but in welcoming them into the community and the respect is just tremendous and I tell them like a lot of the People have been here a lot of times that before you come, you should set up some boundaries, some rules. These are kind of your expectations. This is kind of your limits. And then after a couple of days, I'd review it. Even what, every day, review it after yeah. each day. How did, how did, yeah. What did we like? Yeah, what did changed, we didn't yeah, like? But don't, don't go over the boundary that you'd already agreed to. Right. And it's spur of the moment or something, a drunken moment. No, you, <laughs> you stick with the boundaries. and then But you do review it. Then maybe I want to try this. Maybe I don't want to try this. When we started swinging or in the, got into the lifestyle 10 years ago, I got in so much trouble. Oh, my God. <laughs> Our communication went from 
down here to way up here because it was like we didn't talk about that I said but two two cute girls came over and invited me they wanted to I know but you got to bring me too honey and it, it just in, in, improved our communication and that what you just said is set your rules set your boundaries don't change things on the fly if you saw something you like talk about it go back and on a vacation you can go back like an hour later and try it again and make sure that you are setting those boundaries that are reasonable and re and reviewing them each time but the fun part is that uh, you don't know what you don't know until you get there and you see oh my gosh we could do that too and we could do that too and we could do that too sometimes you're at home and you have no idea what's possible yeah, hun you look at that and you say oh i could do all those together <laughs> <laughs> yes, i like doing them together also <laughs> So, Harry, you know, we were talking about the demographics. Let's talk about the groups from the Young Swingers to the Bubbly Bears to Kama Sutra and all the different groups that come to Hito. It's how important it is to find that right group to come and have a great vacation with. Okay, well, we'll probably later talk about the website, www.hedonism.com, and it tells every week which groups are coming in, and you can go onto their sites and find out what they're about. But they range, like you said, Young Swingers is the youngest group, pretty heavily into the lifestyle swingers, as it says, and the average age is 32, up to uh, Fluffy Nutters and Bubbly Bears. Their groups have been around for 25 or 30 years, so some of the people are getting up to the average age to be over 60, and, then, and the rest of them are in the middle, you know, 40s, 50s, so it's something for everyone. There's like a wild women vacations, which is kind of like, almost like a starter group. People that really haven't, kind of just touched their toe in the water. It's more women curious about women type of thing. So there's not a lot of full swap swinging during their weeks. And But, but every group is different. You can find something that will fit what you like. And it's fun to find compatible couples, which is what it's all about, that you can uh, connect with and have fun with. And so, uh, ev but even if you don't join the group, you can come, I mean, even if you don't come with the group, you can join them when they get here. Obviously, anybody can join. Yeah, I'd say probably half the newcomers don't know anyone when they arrive, but they certainly know a lot by the time they leave. Absolutely. And, and some come with friends from home the first time or from their swinger clubs if they're swingers. But, but most just come as a couple and, and they leave very happy. We've been here on a couple occasions where we ended up becoming good friends and we still are with people who came here by accident. <laughs> how, uh, I mean, it's, it's just incredible how you can come to a place like this. I guess it's a little bit like our movie we wrote uh, where somebody sees something online, says, wow, adults only, doesn't read very much, and they end up here. Do you have a couple of stories that you've heard about people coming here by oh, accident? Yeah, some, well, in the old days, the super clubs, they used to own several resorts and they would sometimes have like a lot you get, didn't know which one you got. You get a special price and you didn't know if it had hedonism or something else. That was a real shock in those days. Yeah. But now, what most people know is what, with online and stuff now, I think most have an idea. But you, like you say, some don't really well, pay attention. the husband doesn't tell the wife what, what they're going to get into or vice versa. Well, that newlywed couple we met last time we were here who came on a night pass, she was like, okay, we're on our honeymoon. Let's go do something crazy. They were staying next door. They came for the night and stayed for the rest of the week. <laughs> that happens a lot. Yeah, that, but that was introduced too, like a night pass. Very, a lot of times people do that. They're a little bit afraid to jump in full steam, so they'll stay next door and just take the day night pass, which we sell all the time. So for couples, I said we're a little restrictive on single men there, but for couples, you get a day night pass, get exposed, and yeah, so many of some of them don't even go back to their hotel. They just call <laughs> exactly. their hotel. Can you pack it up and send it to here? Oh yeah, this newlywed couple <laughs> was just exactly like that. that. And actually, it was it was amazing. 
the newlywed couple came here, they had such a great time. There was this older couple who'd been here 25 times from Texas, and the, the younger couple didn't have an, the, the, the finances to pay the extra because they had already paid next door. And he said, you know what, guys? You need to be part of our community. And he paid for their trip, to st- the rest of their trip to stay here. Wow. No, we, we've had that. We've had just a couple of just uh, parted with the, like a year ago or so where it was a guy who was a Navy SEAL, duty for his country, only had enough money for a few days here with a lovely wife. And yeah, we all chipped in and he paid for another week until he had deployed again. All about the community. All right, this is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Cal and David broadcasting live from Edenism 2 in the beautiful Negril Beach in Jamaica. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and now we're going to do some myth busting in our sexy myth busting game. So each show, we invite our sexpert guests to bust a few myths and lots of misinformation on the internet, especially when it comes to sex. So uh, we like to ask lots of fun questions and get the truth out. Are you guys ready? Uh, we're ready. Here's a yep. first myth. Okay, ask, ask this one to Amanda because she knows all about this. Okay. okay, Amanda, you have to get naked the minute you arrive at a lifestyle resort. No, not at all, but uh, it's definitely the first thing that's on my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Mine too. Can't wait. But for a newbie couple, when they got to a lifestyle resort, what's the first thing they can expect, Harry, and how quickly or do they ever have to get naked? No, they don't ever have to. I'd say on the average, it takes people only a few hours, though. They say, well, I'm going to spend the first day or two on the clothing optional side and just see how it goes. But after two or three hours, they hear the party going down on the nude side. They kind of wander down the beach a little bit, and they say, this isn't scary at all. And then they drop their clothes, and they fit right in. That's the majority. We were here um, a couple of years ago, People, a couple that we've become really good friends with, and he came with his board shorts to the nude side which really isn't supposed to happen but he was there and within 10 minutes he looked around and said I'm the anomaly here I'm the only one with the bathing suit on he got naked next thing you know we saw them they're fucking in the grotto and it was just incredible how quickly like you said Harry in a couple of hours people go from okay this is what I wear at Starbucks to I'm part of the party here at Hedo because everybody is naked and everybody is having a good time and you don't feel out of place. No, you don't. That's why we actually require people to be naked in the pool, the hot tub, and that part of the beach. Because a lot of people would not be comfortable being naked if half the people around are clothed, right? So, but if everybody, as they say, you really stand out. So security comes to you if you have clothes on. Now, you can have public sex if you're smoking pot. That's fine. But if you wear clothes, you're getting busted. <laughs> and this, by the way, is the longest I've seen a man with clothes on ever. <laughs> you didn't have to have clothes. Oh, we're in the dining room. So, yes, you didn't have to have clothes on. Okay, here's another myth. At swingers resorts, you only find beautiful people with perfect bodies. No, that's not correct. It's actually, there's a wide range of, of different bodies and, and different people and from everywhere, from Canada, from Europe. You know, we got a lot of 
it's just it's really fun. Everyone's just who they are. Yes, exactly. very authentic. And for yeah. us now, we when when we we're swingers, and when we swing, it's not about the most beautiful body. It's it's just the connection people yeah. have with a couple, and we probably people probably three hundred pounds. I don't know. Just, we don't even think about that. If they're excited and we're excited, it, it, things happen. But it's uh, interesting that Amanda uh, mentioned that people from all over the world. Uh, do you have any stats about how many different countries people? come from to come to Hito? I actually don't know the number of countries. We certainly see you know, South America. This is really the, one of the only places in the world. The, the desires and temptation in Cancun. Other than that, there really aren't any other places like this in the world. So if you're from Asia or Russia or South America and Europe, we do get a lot of Europeans. That's about 10% of the crowd. Canada's way overrepresented. <laughs> Canada has only a 10% of the U.S. population. But they all horny. But they, have, but they have 30% of the number of people from the U.S. Especially in the winter. Yeah, yes, so if the exactly. U.S. is maybe 45%, Canada's maybe 20%, or it's, it's way overrepresented compared to the population. Toronto is the number one city of people that come here. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, here's another one, that you have to be a swinger if you want to go to a lifestyle resort. Uh, that's not correct either. So it's just like Harry was saying before, you know, you can ease into this. You can be just a couple that wants to experiment or just be nude. That you can, you can be nudist. You can, there's so many different types of people that come to the, and to the I generally say if you're around, I said there are different groups that have different things. Where Wild Women Vacation have a very small number of swingers. And Young Swingers Week and the month of January have a higher percentage. But overall, I'd say about one-third year-round average would be swingers. They're kind of looking to hook up. They'd be disappointed in their vacation if they didn't hook up. Then there are a third that the right situation or soft swap, things could happen. Then a third would just be nudists or voyeurs or exhibitionists and would not swing under any circumstances. And you mentioned earlier that there's a small percentage of single women that come here. Now, are the single women coming here to hook up with the single guys? Or are they coming here to hook up with couples because they are the proverbial unicorn? Well, I'd say there might be a third, a third, a third. Maybe a third <laughs> trying to hook up with uh, single men, a third want to hook up with women, That's and then true. a third want to yes. hook up with couples. No, so it's all types. And even though it's four and a half percent, that can be a lot if there are 500 people. That's like on the average 20 to 25 single women at any time here. And how can a single woman who wants to come here feel comfortable and safe that she's going to be comfortable and safe? Well, a lot of women think they won't be but once they get here they are and then there's some really strong ones that come the first time quite often it's it's more likely they come with a girlfriend the first time or a boyfriend the first time and then they have confidence once they see it and then they have a lot of confidence to come back i'm pretty impressed by ones that come the first time without ever having been here before yeah, but there exactly. are some definitely okay here's another myth single men overwhelm the couples in the hot tub I, I would say no. I mean, this, the single men are definitely respectful here. I definitely don't even notice them sometimes. And when you're at other clubs, you de you tend to notice them because they overpower, but not here. And they they don't approach people either. They said there are very few single men on the night pass. Most single men are here staying a whole week. They got a whole week vacation online. They know if they screw up, there's no refund. They're out uh, and yeah, they can be out. permanently barred. So no, this is a, it's a high penalty for being disrespectful. So most of them are here because a lot of couples look for single men in the lifestyle. So usually the couples approach them. It's very rare that a, a single man will approach no, the couple. No, there's definitely a role for single men in the lifestyle. There's no doubt about it. And of course, with all the news these days with the Me Too's going on, that we know that it's a very consensual situation. It's always a, an enthusiastic yes gets the 
the man in. Yes. Right, and I said it's, it was 85% couples and 10% single men. There are eight and a half couples here for every single man, unlike if you have a singles in a swinger club. Right. If they have singles, it's the other way around. Yeah. So this is nothing like it's you not imagine like that being, at all. No. Absolutely. Like I said, they've got a whole week's vacation paid for that's on the line, so they're not going to screw up. Let's talk about the playroom. When you know a couple goes into the playroom, is it just as respectful or is it a free-for-all and when you come in, you, you just get jumped on by everybody else in there? Well, now they're actually two playrooms. Now we're actually opening a third. But anyway, the playrooms <laughs> are uh, couples only or a single invited man or, or a single woman can go in. But a man have to be, a single man have to be invited by a woman or a couple and they have to stay with them. They can't become a free agent. In terms of couples themselves, what we do is we have a huge mattress in the center and then we have a lot of little matches around the outside. If you have one of the matches around the outside, you clearly just want to be exhibition or voyeur and you don't really want someone to join you. If you're on the big mattress in the center, you can still be like 10 feet away from another couple. So you don't have to lay right next to them. And over time, if you make eye contact or someone reaches over and touches, something could happen. But you're not, never, no one's required to. And you play it by ear. And that's where you'll find us, in the big mattress in the middle foursomes, morsoms. And also there's an unwritten rule that if you're having sex in your room and you leave your door open, that means that you're inviting anybody to come and join. Is that correct? Yeah, that's anyway. It's usually Amanda and I, but yeah, <laughs> some other people and do. Carol and I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alright guys, that's amazing. Thanks for your great myth-busting skills. Amanda, I'm sure there's lots more things we can get um, out of your brain, but um, I know that we all have to go get naked at the pool. Let's remind everybody that this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and today we're broadcasting live from the amazing Hedonism 2 Resort in Negril Beach, Jamaica. And with us are Amanda and Harry. Harry's the owner and CEO of Hedonism Resorts. And now it's time for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Oh, great sex matters and we all deserve it. We sure do. So, it's time for some real advice. Harry, Amanda... Let's talk about that newbie couple again, or, or not even a newbie couple. It could even be a lifestyle couple who are coming to Hedo for the first time. What are a couple, say three things they need to talk about, discuss before they come to Hedo or, or before they come to a lifestyle resort in general? Really, they have to uh, figure out the boundaries is number one. You know, this is the things we'll absolutely not do. And like I said, this is what we would change it day to day. But before they start... Well, what are some examples moment, of some boundaries? That for we'll, example. Well, well, some will say, well, I've been in lifestyle a little bit. It's all right to watch my wife suck on someone's cock and it's all right to you lick your pussy, but there's no penetration. So that's right. that's a kind of common one. Yeah, for right. even lifestyle people. And then after a while, but, and I said, here the moment, you don't change your boundary on that. And of course, other boundaries that always use condoms. I mean, that's course, something yes. that a lot of couples are not used to that. They've just been just with themselves all the time. But uh, agree to communicate all the time. And it's not only just boundaries, but you want the fantasies. That's the most exciting thing. You come here because you want to do your fantasies. You have a bucket list and you want to do it, but you want to make sure you're respecting each other and no one's taking one for the team. That You're right. both in full agreement on this and not forcing the other one to do something just so you can get what you want. So those are very uh, common. Something else that's more on the funny side 
right. You gotta wear your sexy outfits. I'd say a woman should have at least one suitcase of sexy shoes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. But all of all of her clothes should fit in a drinking glass. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? I I love heels. I love shoes. Last night and there was boots. and boots. boots. Last night there was white go-go boots. It was the rock and roll night, and holy crap! I had an erection on the dance floor. The women were spectacular. Yeah, people really do go out and dress up, and there are themes in the website to show you what theme night. I actually came up with hats and heels for Saturday night. Oh, cool. So women wear hats, heels, and really don't need anything in the in between. <laughs> in between. <laughs> and then we have rock and roll night, and we have a Jamaican night, schoolgirl night. So it's really fun, especially the first time, to look at those themes, and it's exciting to just pick out some costumes together and and get excited just in picking them out and trying them on even before you a, get here. It's a great way to meet other couples because you say, "Oh, I love your outfit. Where did you get that?" Or you say. Oh yeah, these boots are here and this hat was there and it's a nice way to even start a conversation with somebody you don't know. And the cool part about Hedo or a lifestyle resort is you can go up to a woman or a man and tell them how absolutely gorgeous they are and how great they look and they're going to look at you and say, wow, thanks so much. But if you were at Starbucks and a woman was wearing heels and a low-cut shirt and you went up to her, she'd slap you. It's like, what, <laughs> yeah. what the hell are you talking to you? You know, or her husband, the, the, the jealousy. I mean, over here, everybody likes everybody else. When you talk about the outfits, let's be very clear. The outfits the women wear, and nobody really cares what the guys wear, but the outfits that the women wear, you don't wear to Starbucks. They are particular to your bedroom or to a sexy lifestyle resort like hedonism. Yes. Yeah, the, most of the clothes are just hedonism. They have their own little storage at home. You know, this is our hedonism clothes. and yeah, you, you have some really uh, yeah. sexy stuff, too. You have lots of beautiful yes, outfits, I love. That's my favorite thing is dressing up. And the gift shop here does have a lot of stuff, too. You, so if you if you forget something, there's always something you can you get there. Yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely, yes. Oh, yeah, we have uh, very sexy uh, clothes here to match all the themes in case someone forgot the themes. or the, First, they didn't think they wanted to dress up, and they see how much fun everyone else had. Hey, I, I should dress up for that glow night or something like that participation is very high here we see uh, like almost everybody participates in the theme nights and i saw last night outfits go to extremes so we've been to parties where women wear the playboy bunny outfit right last night there was a woman wearing the playboy bunny outfit but she just had the little cotton tail not underwear not anything the cotton tail stuck at the top of her ass she had a little bunny on her pussy at the front she had ears and she had little pasties on her nipples that was her bunny costume <laughs> and you can't wear that anywhere else that's the beauty of, he of hedonism but it, fit, it would fit into a glass so it fits yeah. my definition uh, of there you go. they are a really nice couple I know them very well but they usually bring eight suitcases we saw Just, the, yes. we've seen their yeah, hats yeah. and their, their whole outfit Great the night people. before as well yeah. beautiful 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 people okay so here's another question that we have that we really want to make sure that everybody understands that the point of coming here is to strengthen your couple to get reconnected and add passion back into your couple I'm not talking about swinging just being together with your partner tell us what you think is a good way or, or how you feel that couples can benefit from coming to a resort like this well I said I think a big thing is just to have your fantasy live your fantasy and, and it's the sexy even if you never got naked here I said never swinged at anything the shows we have on stage so they're sexy dancers and like I said all these costumes and sexy things people are wearing around that gets you turned on it turned anybody on right that's it's way better than watching some porno on right. TV you get to see live porn, live porn. Yeah, exactly <laughs> no couples really get turned on and they 
they said most of them just start, have sex with themselves, but they get so turned on by everything they've seen out around here. And that's important for a couple to reconnect. We live such busy lives at home when reality's there. You come here, you forget about all that stuff you've left at home. You meet new friends, you have lots of fun, and you can become playful again, which is what makes us feel young at heart, right? We do feel, yeah. And you see, like I said, out in the pool, we're throwing beach balls around. The games we play, we're just like college kids again on spring break. And it's so fun to get back to those memories in those days and just relive that. It absolutely is. But David never grew up, so I'm not sure if he's... <laughs> and I'm never going to grow up. But what you see here, and we can talk about full swap couples and no swap couples, but what you see at Hedonism are couples in love. And when couples leave, and we're watching now the resort turnover because a group's leaving, another group's coming, people leave happy. They leave more in love. They have had better sex. And I'm not talking about swinging or girl on girl. I'm talking them as a, a couple, as a unit. It makes them stronger. They go home. I'm, I mean, even like us, after sex, we have the replay. They're going to go home and carry this experience with them until the next time they come back. And the second they get home, they're planning to come back again. And I'm going to buy this. And they go shopping. And shopping together is pushing your boundaries and keeping it sexy every day. And we talk about, you know, how do you spice up your sex life? Well, you come on a vacation like this. You meet people then you go home and you plan for the next one and it's a perpetual cycle of living sexy yeah that's for sure and it's mentioning about couples coming and going you'll see as couples leave all the friends they made over the week go and kiss them goodbye and then other ones are welcoming their friends coming in so no it's a real family and community here that's not departure is a sad time we yeah, always see that but, but you have people to see you off and sometimes i go up on moon hill myself and moon the people leaving you know, we do <laughs> i don't doubt it <laughs> And, you know, before we get to you telling us about social media and your website, there's one thing every employee here, you guys do it, says when someone comes in to Hedonism, when they're arriving for the first time, and I'll let you say it, Harry, which is... Welcome, welcome home. Welcome and, home. And, some, and it's not always saying they really mean it, because so many people repeat it, and a lot of the bartenders and people here will remember people from two years before. They remember their drink and their names. It's an incredible memory that the staff has, and they really care about the guests. I got to tell you a funny story before we, we wrap up the show. We were just on a big cruise with SDC, and there was a bartender working on the cruise, and we were there with some friends, and... He recognized our friends. He used to be the bartender at Hedo 3. But it's because of that family and that community. They hugged each other. And he said, I haven't seen you guys in so long. And he's like, you know, I, I, I can't wait to go back to Jamaica. He was going back on vacation. But that Jamaican spirit and, and, and friendliness was just there. And he was so happy to see people who he saw at Hedo 3. And that's just the, the, the people and the environment that you guys create. Yeah, that. Yeah, we have Eldon, our bartender in the piano bar, who's the most amazing memory of all. That There's a couple that's here only one time, one week, three years ago. And he comes. And they come in three weeks later, or three years later, and they weren't even in the piano bar every night. It's only open five nights. So I don't know how many times. And he had their drink ready for them as soon as he saw them walk through the door and knew their names. And they'd been there only one time three years ago. Incredible. All right, Harry, take a couple of minutes now to tell everybody about... The Hedo website, social media, how they go about coming to Hedo, and last uh, thoughts. Yeah, so the, the website, which has a lot of the information, the phone number, and everything, is www. 
hedonism.com, of course, H-E-D-O-N-I-S-M.com. And that has a phone number if you want to call up to make reservations, 1-800-LOVE-HEDO. You'll see it on the site. And it'll talk about all the theme nights, and it'll uh, talk about all the groups that want to be there. And you can actually just book it right online. You can book it with airfare or hotel only. And that's really probably the best way to uh, find out which group you want to come with and to uh, make a reservation, just on www.hedonism.com. And are there better times of the year to come, or is it always the best time to come to Hedo? <laughs> I think it's always the best time. But people, probably every person has always asked me that, but it all depends on what people want. If you come any time between Halloween and the middle of May or the month of July, it's going to be a full house. If you want all the beach balls flying around and people spraying rum cream on women's tits and licking off and those type of things, you come during those months. Like I said group by group are different, but then June, August, and September are slower. So if you want to do more relaxing, it'll still be half full. There'll still be people to see and make friends with and play with. It depends on what, what you're really looking for. And those, those will be seasonally what ones, but group by group. And there's no answer to anyone because people come all 52 weeks a year. So there's nothing. One size doesn't fit all in this case. Beautiful. <laughs> so before we say goodbye, uh, we spoke a lot about the guests and the people coming. You touched very quickly over the staff here. Um, why don't you take a minute to shout out to all the amazing staff staff that make the experience for everybody here so tremendous. Yeah, that's true. They're, they're special like a family. Like I said, I'm actually a Tuesday coming up. I'm giving every staff member just out of my pocket a $100 cash bonus. They don't Amazing. know that. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so they'll be happy. By, no, they're always happy. But I, I do surprises like that. We set up a pension plan for them that 100% funded, so it didn't come out of their paycheck in the last year. Just always doing something. I said, treat them like family because... A lot of resorts think, well, they're always, unemployment's high here. There are 30 people waiting for your job. But here, we care about their family. We give them a second chance. If they make a dishonest mistake, they're not going to get fired here. We give them a second, third chance. So we, we treat them like real people and important. And Harry, why don't you also take a minute now to talk about the entertainment staff, and uh, we have to shout out to Winston. Oh, yes, our entertainment staff. Winston is our uh, entertainment director. has been here, I think, 14 years now. So that was even before, about when I started coming. But I've only owned it for five. But yeah, he is amazing. He, he is, when he was a junior, he actually uh, played lead in uh, Godspell in the London, London West End. So he's a real trained professional. But the rest are, are these amazing. We have 19 entertainers, December 2016 and December 2017. We won for best entertainment on the island. But nobody's surprised at that because we, we really do. These guys entertain from early morning. They're out dancing in the pool daytime, and at night they're putting on sexy shows. And, yeah, there's no doubt that entertainment is uh, what Hedo is known for. Absolutely. All right. You guys are absolutely spectacular. Uh, thanks so much for being here. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David. We're learning more and more every week with all our fantastic guests, and we hope you do too. Remember, great sex matters. And you deserve it. And we encourage every couple to make a point of learning more about sex and sexuality and all the different ways to spice up your sex life. Go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com radio show guest page, and see all our amazing sexpert guests. Look them up and contact them if you need more advice. Well, that's it for our show today. A big thank you to our special guests, Amanda and Harry, and especially to you for listening. Remember to sign up on the Sexy Social Community, SDC.com, to meet other open-minded people. Use promo code 30314 for one month free. And 
We've got some great events and trips coming up. And the next one up is next week. Join us for Valentine's in Niagara Falls, February 2 to 4, for a hotel takeover and a weekend of sexy fun. Then in March, we're going to be back in Jamaica with Tom's Trips for the Miss No Swimsuit Contest, once again at Hito 2, March 3rd to 10th. We'll be joining SDC's erotic escapade to Crete, Greece, April 28th to May 3rd. Then we will be on the Crystal Symphony cruise ship, where we'll be heading up to Alaska with luxury lifestyle vacations for their Alaska Splendor Lifestyle Cruise, June 17th to 24th. And in July, we'll be with SDC again at Cap Dag, the Naked City, July 2 till 10. And if you're looking for a once-in-a-lifetime experience, join us on this trip book now because space is limited and it sells out fast and then we're going to be in naughty in new orleans as reigning queen and king where we're going to be getting naughty july 25th to 30th at naughty in orleans for more information about these trips or anything else visit our website thesexylifestyle.com or send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, where we will be talking with Adrian and Charlie from the podcast Sex Because. We are Carol and David reminding you to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 